0: You know, we got on there, we did the pitch, and I mean, it's a nerve-wracking experience. I mean, I played a lot of games and played in front of millions of people. It's different. The like, lights, the cameras, you know, right there in front, you know, a couple, five five feet from, you know, Mark Cuban. And-
1: Welcome to the Sports Business Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Berger. You can find the Sports Business Radio Podcast over 13 years, 400 episodes featuring conversations with people like Mark Cuban, David Stern, Jeannie Buss, Charles Barkley, Jack Nicholas, and Kyrie Irving on iTunes or at sportsbusinessradio.com. We're ranked in the top 100 of the business news podcast section on iTunes. Follow us in between podcasts on Twitter at SB Radio. We've been named a top 50 followed by Forbes.com for three consecutive years and on Instagram at sportsbusinessradio. I'm here in studio with our executive producer, Brian Griggs. Griggs, how are you? Doing good, doing good. It's uh Super Bowl weekend coming up. I know. It's a fun time. Yeah, whether it's the commercials, which in my opinion have really not been very good the last few years. I agree with so that. So I'm hoping they're better this year. Yes. Um And then the game itself and the halftime show. And it was so cool having Peter O'Reilly on a few weeks ago from the NFL. He's the guy in charge of the Super Bowl. If you haven't heard that interview, go back and listen to it. On iTunes, Sports Business Radio But you know he really took us inside the game And behind the curtain And to, to have that conversation with him And then watch it all unfold Is going to be pretty cool
2: Yeah, that was a really good interview So yeah, go back and listen to it if you haven't Because uh, lots of insight that we didn't You know, well, behind the scenes you don't hear every day And uh, we both are Justin Timberlake fans So I'm excited about the show I know he's got lots of secrets yeah. Around who he's bringing out and stuff So it'll be fun And uh, it's always a good show And yeah, I do hope the commercials step up their game um, And we'll see where, where that goes
1: yeah, I'm really interested to see with Justin Timberlake, does he bring out any special guests? So, you know, last time when he did this, there was a lot of controversy with yep. Janet Jackson. He's older now. He's got a wife. He's married. He has a child. I don't think we're going to see any of that. But you're in Minneapolis, home of Prince. You know, is there someone that you bring out? Or does he end with Purple Rain? Or like, It's true. There's going to be something spectacular. Yeah. Uh Boy, his new song. Uh, say something. With with, Stapleton, yeah. Oh man, that, that's a good song. And if you haven't seen that video, that's one of the best videos I've seen because it shows you their raw talent. Mm -hmm. I mean, their instrument playing and, you know, it's not one of those highly produced videos, but it just shows you the raw talent of Justin Timberlake and he's gonna be great. So I'm really looking forward to the halftime show as much as the game. But with the game, Griggs, give me your prediction.
2: Here's my prediction. Uh, never been a huge Tom Brady fan. However, he is, uh, masterful on the field. So I think it's going to be the typical story. I think it'll be a good game. Eagles will probably take the lead early, and then Tom Brady's going to do his magic in the fourth. I think the Patriots win by probably similar to the championship game, maybe, you know, four points, seven points, something like that. But I think they'll win in the fourth quarter.
1: Yeah, so the line is anywhere from four to five and a half points yeah. in Vegas right now. There's always tons of money bet on this game. You remember last year I was in Vegas for the Super Bowl and did a whole show about how they set the lines and everything. If you want to go back and listen to that show from last February when I was at the MGM Grant. But I think this game is actually going to play out a lot like the AFC Championship game did with New England and Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville and Philadelphia are very similar. And I think Belichick is so good at taking away your best thing, and in this case, he's going to take away the running, and he's going to make Nick Foles beat him. Now, Foles played a great game in the NFC Championship game, best game of his life probably. He's going to have to do that again. Does he have it in him? Belichick's going to take everything else away, and he's going to go, Eagles, if you want to win, Nick Foles is going to have to beat us. If he does, they win. If he doesn't, they don't. But, you know, I'm never going to bet against Tom Brady, especially after he was down 28-3 last year and pulled that thing off. Um, by the way, if you have not seen the Tom vs. Time episodes on Facebook, watch. Oh, my gosh. So there's two episodes that have aired so far. It really takes you into the life of Tom Brady. You you hear all these things, oh, yeah, we're going to go behind the scenes. You go into his house, you watch him break down film, you watch him working out, he works with a quarterback guru who makes some minor adjustments in his throwing, like, you see his kids, it is a really great insight, and Tom Brady's someone, Greg, who has never really let us in. It's Very, true. very private, so this is the first time for many people that they've seen this side of Tom Brady. I'm really enjoying it, and... You know, I think this is going to open the door for Facebook Watch to do more of these types of series with athletes where you go behind the scenes. And I don't know about you, but I would rather watch that. You know, these are like 13 to 15 minute episodes. They're Mm -hmm. very easy to consume and digest. It's not like, like I like the 30 for 30s, but you got to sit down for 90 minutes or two hours and watch that. These are really cool because it's such a short amount of time, but you learn so much about the person. And it's like a snack versus a whole meal, yeah. content-wise, and and I'm really enjoying them. But um, and then the other thing that's going to come out this week is the the two bills. So Bill Parcells, Bill Belichick, that relationship. Bill Belichick, another guy, ultra private, but is letting us into his life a little bit. And that's always been a really interesting relationship there, Parcells and Belichick. So I'm interested in watching the 30 for 30 on ESPN on
2: the two of them the audience craves that behind the scenes stuff and it's pretty cool like you're saying with Tom Brady because you see how disciplined the guy is I mean nutrition wise and time wise and how he sleeps and it's cool because you realize that being an athlete is so much more than just playing on the field it's how you live your life the whole life is what builds up for your performance on the field and he's one of those like a Steve Nash nutrition freak yeah you know eats amazing sleeps the same I mean he's got such a routine down and obviously it's proven to work
1: well, and his brand now is Benjamin Button, right? Like, he's turning back <laughs> right. the clock. Yeah. He's actually, and he says this, you know, you see Alex Guerrero from TB12, mm-hmm. uh, in the episode with him, first episode, whether it's massage, whether it's diet, whether it's flexibility, you know, it's all about rest and recovery today, but yeah. he wants to play till he's 45, Brady does. And, crazy. When you see what he's doing, when you see how well he takes care of his body, you know unless he gets hit and injured in a game there's no reason to think that he can't continue to play for at least for sure a few more years at a high level and look if brady wins this i, I think he's already he and joe montana are the two greatest quarterbacks i've ever seen mm-hmm. and the two greatest winners in the nfl that i've ever seen if he wins this which is his sixth super bowl you're in a rare class of michael jordan yeah. you know wayne gretzky Bill Russell, like you're in with the very, very few people that get to sit at that table. And I think he wants to be in that group. And I guess the last thing I'll say about the Facebook watch uh, Tom versus time episodes is you see how much Brady hates to lose and the chips that he carries on his shoulder. He takes us into his office. He pulls out the letter he got from the NFL that they sent him when he was suspended. <laughs> He knows clearly where he was drafted and all the teams that passed on him and all the doubters he's had yeah. and the awards that others won when no one paid attention to him. He put the big chip on his shoulder and he carries it to this day, which is, I think, part of what makes him great. So it was
2: interesting to see all of that. Okay, so give me a score, Griggs. Uh, I'll go uh, Patriots 28-21. 20, 28-21.
1: We'll do so, a lot of touchdowns. So you think they're going to cover? Yeah, I think they'll cover. Okay. Uh, and that's higher scoring than, than some people would say. Uh I'm going to go Patriots 31-27. Mm, I like so that. So I think it's going to be right on the number. Sweet, yeah. Um And I think it's going to come down to the end. Yep. I don't see the Eagles winning in a blowout. No. I won't be shocked if the Patriots win in a blowout. I guess right now my listeners are probably going, Berger, why don't you just predict every possible scenario? (laughs) But I'm going to go 31-27 Patriots. I like that. And I'll tell you this, too. It's going to be really interesting to watch the Patriots in the offseason because they're going to lose their offensive coordinator, Josh McDaniels, to the Colts. They're going to lose their defensive coordinator, Patricia, to the Detroit Lions. Bill Belichick is going to have to put together a new staff. And going forward, that's going to be interesting to watch what they do. All right. Coming up next, Justin Forsett, Pro Bowl running back from the NFL, played for the Ravens, the Seahawks, the Colts, and other teams, played at Cal, but he's the co-founder of a company called Shower Pill. He had the amazing fortune of being able to pitch the Sharks on Shark Tank for a deal for Shower Pill. How did that turn out? What went into that? How did he get into business? And how did they come up with the idea of shower pill? That's all coming up next with Justin Forsett. You're listening to Sports Business Radio. We'll be right back. Sports Business Radio is sponsored by Boingo Wireless, the largest operator of indoor wireless networks in the U.S. Today's sports fans expect strong, fast, mobile connections at their favorite stadiums. Research shows that fans will leave at halftime if they cannot get connected, which is part of the reason why professional and collegiate sports venues alike work with Boingo to manage their wireless networks. As the world's leading connectivity expert, Boingo knows how to make a venue's vision for the connected fan experience a reality. They are the only company, That can provide end-to-end wireless service so teams can focus on the big game, not on their network. Boingo designs, installs, and manages Wi-Fi and cellular networks at university stadiums like K-State and the University of Houston and major league venues like Soldier Field, Phillips Arena, and Vivint Smart Home Arena. We're excited to showcase how technology is changing the business of sports, led by companies like Boingo. Boingo connects you to the people and things you love, like sports. For more information visit boingo.com or email sports at boingo.com. My guest is Justin Forsett. You can find him on Twitter at jforsett. That's Forsett with two T's. He's a former running back at Cal. He's also an NFL Pro Bowl running back played for the Baltimore Ravens, Seattle Seahawks, Indianapolis Colts, Houston Texans, Detroit Lions, and Denver Broncos. But As it relates to this show, Sports Business Radio, he is the co-founder of Shower Pill. Justin, thanks for joining me on Sports Business Radio. How are you?
0: I'm great. I'm great. Man, I played on a lot of teams.
1: You did play on a lot of teams. I was like, (laughs) wow. You really had a great experience in the NFL. So before we talk about Shower Pill, I want to talk about your experience on Shark Tank. What was that like, playing for so many different teams? But you had great success. I mean, you were a Pro Bowl running back in the NFL. Reflect on your NFL career for a minute, if you would.
0: No, man, I, I liken it to an unstable blessing. Uh, it was unstable because I didn't know where I was going to be playing for the most part uh, each year. But uh, it was a blessing to be able to do what I love to do, you know, and play my, live out my dream and playing football, uh, earning a living, and, uh, you know, being able to meet a lot of different people and build some relationships.
1: So that's interesting. You know, a lot of athletes that I've talked to, some during their career, like they see the value of building those relationships so they can have a career post playing career were you one of those guys that you were like hey i'm gonna meet as many people as i can so when i go out on my own i can start a company like shower pill
0: yeah yeah definitely i just knew that you know uh, my greatest resources uh resource was relationships and uh being able to have genuine authentic um you know relationship with people uh was a huge benefit for me on and off the field and you know i knew i could help them and they could help me and just find the right people to connect was uh, a priority for me
1: let's talk about how you started shower pill you started it with two of your former cal football teammates tell our audience what shower pill is and how you guys got together and came up with this idea
0: yeah so the name shower pill is a uh, is a, a term used in the locker room uh in the, especially in the nfl for the last uh a uh, few decades. Uh, it's a term where we use a hypothetical joke. It's pills for everything, but no pills for a shower. So, a <laughs> guy got a, when a guy couldn't get to a shower, they say, "Hey man, I took a shower pill." So, uh, when he couldn't get a, get into a shower uh, because of the workout schedule and whatnot, uh, you know, he would say he took a shower pill. And we we had those moments throughout our days, and we wanted to practice good hygiene, and because we knew in our line of work, you could catch things like staph and ringworm that could be detrimental to not only your uh, you personally go to your career. So, uh, we came with this hygiene supplement to keep you fresh throughout the day when you can't get to a shower. And uh, it's a shower and a wipe. You know, it's a body wipe. So, uh, disposable washcloth that uh, kills germs. And you guys
1: started the company two years ago? When did you start it?
0: No, we, com- uh, we uh, commercially launched in 14, 2014.
1: Okay. And. That led to an appearance on Shark Tank, and I have so many questions for you. I watched your appearance this last Sunday. Uh, I yeah. you know, saw your Periscope. For those who are listening, uh, you guys didn't get a deal, but I love the concept of your company. Let's start with how did the opportunity to go on Shark Tank come about? Because we have a lot of people who listen to our show, and I'm sure they'd love to go on Shark Tank, but they don't even know the process. What was the process like to even get on Shark Tank?
0: Well, for one, it, it, it was an article that was written about me um, in my retirement and some, my business venture with Sharp Pill That kind of went viral, and uh, someone from Shark Tank reached out. I was like, hey, man, is, like, you're doing something cool. Would you like to be on the show? So, uh, you know, that's how uh, I got introduced uh, to uh, the Shark Tank people, and uh, we went from there, and it was just like some serious due diligence. I mean, the process of... You know, getting onto the show is, is 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 so draining. I mean, it's a tiresome process. You just constant. There's 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 cut downs. Um, I mean, it's a lot of paperwork. You got to sign. It's just crazy. So, uh, you know, we get we get to the final the final round, I guess, and the email say, Hey man, you uh, we want you to come out to to L. A. So uh, we went out there and we we pitched the sharks. So
1: before you got to that point and you were actually standing in front of the Sharks, do they, like, videotape you guys doing a presentation? Is there, when you say tryout and all the paperwork, like, again, can you dig into that process a little bit more? Because I think people, you know, they see the final result. They see the people standing on the carpet pitching the Sharks, but they have no concept of what you just described, how hard it is to even get to that point.
0: Yeah, uh, unfortunately, part of that process that I... uh I was telling you about uh, states that I can't share any of that information with okay.
1: you. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right.
0: So uh, it's pretty tight-lipped um, just, uh, you know, to, I guess, maintain their, uh, you know, secrecy of the, of the show and how it, how it was done. But, yeah, unfortunately, I can't dig too deep into uh, the whole process and behind the scenes.
1: Okay. So you guys went on the show, um, and there's three of you and you walk out and, you know, I loved your, your presentation. I think the part where you guys struggled and, and this was what the feedback was from the sharks was when they asked you about specific numbers and growth. And, right. you know, that's what they really get into on that show, right? They, if they're going to invest, they want to see, you know, what's your year over year growth and how many units are you moving? And, you know, they want to project it out and, you know, what was that experience like for you? Because I know you've been so successful as an athlete, but this is a whole new arena. And I got to tell you, if I was on that show, I'd be a little nervous, too. That That's a lot of pressure under those bright lights.
0: Yeah, and we knew what we were getting into before we got onto the show. Uh, to be honest with you, we knew, um, you know, especially if, if Mr. Wonderful was on there, uh, we were going to have to have our uh, ducks in a row and especially uh, regarding the, the numbers and, you know, we got on there, we did the pitch and I mean, it's a nerve wracking experience. I mean, I played a lot of games and played in front of millions of people. It's different. I mean, you really can't uh, simulate, you know, that experience uh, on your own. I mean, you just got to be there, the lights, the cameras, you know, right there in front, you know, a couple five, five feet from, you know, Mark Cuban and, you know, all the sharks, Laurie Grenier and all those people, all the sharks on the show, um, and it was, it was a surreal experience. And uh, to be honest, uh, it was just, uh, we, we fumbled. We fumbled the ball on the numbers and we practiced and we studied time and time again. And, you know, when the lights came on, we didn't, we didn't get it done the way we needed to. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, a lot of things were edited out that, uh, would have, would have shed some light on some things. But, uh, we didn't, we didn't have, we didn't have what we needed to on, on that day, uh, to, uh, to, uh, have success.
1: We'll return to our conversation after a word from our sponsor.
0: This episode
1: of Sports Business Radio is brought to you by Ergon Office, who manufacture beautiful, high-quality electronic standing desks. Co-founded by former hockey player Sam Finn, Ergon Office is on a mission to inspire people to live a more active lifestyle because the human body just wasn't meant to be sitting 13 hours a day. When I'm not in the recording studio, I have a home office, and I like to alternate standing and sitting throughout the course of the day. If I don't, my back gets sore or it'll lock up. I also get an energy boost every time I stand and work or talk on the phone. Studies have proven alternating between sitting and standing leads to increased productivity and a reduction in muscle disorders like back pain or carpal tunnel, which costs society close to $50 billion annually in lost productivity and medical bills. What I love the most about Ergon Office is that the desks adjust using an embedded touchscreen, allowing you to switch seamlessly between a sitting and standing position, in seconds. You can even save your preferred heights for more convenience. Ergon Office's height-adjustable desks are available in Canada and the United States. Change how you work and be healthier in the process. Ergon Office has beautiful, high-quality desks with a unique design, and they couldn't be easier to adjust. Their customer service is great, too, so they'll help you find the best desks that work for your needs. I'm a really big fan of this company. Check them out at ergonoffice.com backslash SBR and use the promo code SBR10 to get 10% off any standing desk. That's ergonoffice, E-R-G-O-N-O-F-I-S dot com backslash S-B-R promo code SBR10. Follow them on Twitter and Instagram at ergonoffice. Now back to our conversation. So that's interesting that things were edited out. I've always wondered that, too. Like, you've got to assume that when someone's pitching, what we see on TV isn't the full pitch. So you're saying that there were some other elements of your pitch. It was longer than what we actually saw on TV.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Definitely. There's, there's things that, um, you know, We I know for, if you've seen the show, that you saw us, it was just kind of like we were standing there like quiet and uh no, it was it was a fight to the bitter end. Um huh. but you know, we know they do their job, you know, it's reality T V and uh, you know, and it, it and like I said, we fumbled on the numbers uh but we, we fought we fought to the bitter end of it and uh we didn't get the job done, but it was a great experience and um you know, that was six months ago. So we learned and we took that experience and we got to right now we're the strongest we've ever been and you know, doing the best we ever done. Uh, even prior to being on the show
1: so one of the things i think it was a rod that suggested hey you guys should get a cfo get someone who is just a master of the numbers have you guys hired a
0: cfo yeah yeah so we have a financial consultant uh that helps out with the uh, on the business side of that uh which um just kind of creating a story uh, uh financially on the business side was important for us to just get some more clarity i mean uh, you know that that was important. That was one of the things that we took away. Was like, okay, yeah, we definitely could could use could use that help, and uh, that's been part of the reason why we've been so successful now.
1: One of the things we see with Shark Tank is, you know, I'll call it the Shark Tank spike. When you're on there, whether you get a deal mm-hmm. or not, people notice your product, and usually you have a spike in sales. Did you guys see that after you were uh, on the show? And you know, it just aired this past week. So after it aired, did you guys see a spike in sales?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh definitely that Shark Tank effect was uh is alive and real, man, and we're still seeing effects from it. Uh even even today, uh, people coming out and supporting. I mean, the show gets about, you know, five to seven million viewers, so um that's uh, that you can't really I mean, we can't afford that type of advertisement. So uh even though we didn't get the deal, uh it, it has allowed us to reach a lot of people and people get to see our product and you know, they're purchasing.
1: What about deals with retailers? I know you guys sell online, and you can follow them on Twitter at ShowerPill, but who are some of your deals with your retailers? If someone's listening to this interview and they're like, hey, I want to go get ShowerPill, where do they go?
0: Yeah, so we're in Pharmaca, which is a specialty pharmacy store throughout the country. they got about 30 locations. Uh, we're also in Crunch Fitness Gym. Uh, they have about 250 locations across the country, uh, we're throughout the country, and and some of those gyms um we are in uh we'll be in ufc gym in february um also and we're, we're we're having meetings with even more retailers this year we're trying to really uh get some of the traditional brick and mortar uh retail uh chains to uh take us on so that's one of our goals this year
1: tell you the other applications you guys discussed on Shark Tank I think are great whether it's airlines hotels you know I can see where like if you've got a kid and you're you're running around all day and your child hasn't had a chance to clean up you got a shower pill right there like I just think there's so many applications for your product beyond just athletes do you agree
0: Definitely definitely agree I mean we created it for athletes but I mean like like we said on the show man there's so many other verticals that you know, people are taking it and, and running with it, and, and it's been helpful for them. It's been a need for them, but like the airlines, like uh, the camping or hiking or uh, youth sports. I mean, you you name it. If you you do yoga and Pilates, like, there's so many different use cases, and uh, we've been able to help a lot of people along the way. Some of the stuff we've done in Flint, Michigan, and Puerto Rico the natural disasters. It's been a real need for for people and a big help. So that's the blessing part of it.
1: Yeah, good for you guys, by the way, on all the product you donated to the victims in Puerto Rico during the hurricane. I thought that was really great that you guys did that. So Justin, you know, many athletes get approached every day with business opportunities. Invest in this company, start in that company. For you, I know you did this with your two teammates, so that probably had an impact on you, but what are some of the things that pique your interest besides making money? If someone brings an opportunity to you and says, "Hey, Justin, you should invest in this," or go into business with me on that?
0: Oh, uh, for for me, I, you know, I'm I'm at this time in my life, I, I'm uh, you know, I'm am so, fully into uh, into the the company, uh, but I also do I travel and I speak to corporate America. Um, you know, I mean, I just got back from Grand Rapids, Michigan, a week ago. Uh, Just speaking to, uh, you know, corporations doing their retreats and conferences to kind of encourage and inspire. I love doing that. Um, You know, so I've been on that tour for since since retirement and and enjoying it. Um, But also, uh, you know, sticking my finger into uh, some of the real estate, Um, you know, just trying to diversify when I when I can. But, you know, having a startup, it takes a lot of your time and focus and energy.
1: Many athletes, I I mean, I think it's like 75, 80 percent within five years after they're playing, they're they're bankrupt. You sound like you've done a really good job of managing your money. But again, there are a lot of athletes who invest in restaurants and, you know, fly by night clothing companies and, and things like that. Because you played in the NFL and because the contracts are not guaranteed, it's just your signing bonus. Did that really change your mentality about saving money?
0: Yeah, definitely. And uh, for my case, uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, I was uh, fired uh, six times throughout my tenure in the NFL. So I had to think about the end a lot. And, you know, I had a family, I had a wife and three kids. And, you know, I wanted to use, you know, football was not the end all be all for me. I always say like football was not my identity. You know, it, it was what I did. It wasn't who I was as a person. So uh, I was thinking about the end and what I want to do. I wanted to be successful and I wanted to chase greatness outside of the game. And I use football as my uh, essential for- footstool to kind of propel me into the next chapter and uh having great relationships and networks to be able to start a company um and, and run it and also uh dab my finger to some of the other interests that i that i uh that I enjoy
1: No, that's great do you think You know, I'm not going to ask you to speak for everyone, but in today's world, it seems like many of today's athletes, whether it's NFL or otherwise, they are thinking about the end of the playing career and what they want to do business-wise when they're done. It wasn't so much that way, you know, maybe in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Do you see more of today's athlete being sophisticated like yourself?
0: Yeah, no, definitely that though the whole idea of the, the dumb jock is, uh, you know, is dead in my mind. You know, a lot of guys are thinking about the end. guys are, you know, are in the tech space or are in real estate and, you know, are doing things in the off season or on their off days on Tuesdays to kind of really make that transition smooth uh, when it comes in, in retirement or they, they decide to move on from the game of football or basketball or what have you. So, I mean, we've got some great examples, you know, LeBron James, you know, Magic Johnson, you know, Michael Jordan, You know, some of those guys, John Elway was uh, was a guy that uh, transitioned pretty well outside of football. Michael Strahan, these guys, examples that we have, uh, are doing really well, and you know, just trying to follow that blueprint.
1: Yeah, I had, uh, Kevin Durant's business partner, Rich Kleiman on this show two weeks ago. So it was fascinating to hear what they're doing in Silicon Valley and, you know, the business deals they're doing and the ones that they're turning down. So you're right. So many great business people, uh, from the athletic space. You're out in Minneapolis, uh, Super Bowl 52 coming up this weekend. What are you doing out in Minneapolis? Yeah, so uh, I'm out
0: there. Um, there is, a, uh, almost like a fund for NFL, uh, PA called one collection, one collective. And, um, they're having a pitch day on tomorrow. So I'll be part of the pitch day, uh, where I'll be presenting my company, almost like a mini shark tank and, uh, in front of some, uh, you know, athletes and executives, investors, uh, what may have you. And so with my company tomorrow, so I was invited out to that. So I'm gonna go out and pitch and I'm gonna do some radio roll and, uh, i get a chance to take a tour and meet some people at Target. Uh, the headquarters are up in Minneapolis, so, you know, that's uh, uh, really piqued my interest. So I'm up there to kind of network and build some relationships.
1: Look at you. Take advantage of those opportunities. That's great. Boy, it'd be great to get Shower Pill into Target, wouldn't it?
0: Yo, man, that will that, be awesome. You know, dream come true. <laughs> Let's talk before I let you go about
1: the state of the NFL. Uh It's in an interesting place, Justin. This year, no secret, you know, there were protests and ratings were down a little bit on TV. Uh, I actually have the opportunity to sit in a number of locker rooms and talk to athletes about the world today. And in some struggle, you know, they say, I want to say something. I want to make a stand. I want to use my platform. But then I don't want to get crucified when I stick my neck out there. What do you see with the NFL and, and what's going on with the protests? because they've protested more than the other leagues, but you know you've got guys like Colin Kaepernick who have paid a heavy price for sticking his neck out.
0: Yeah, man. I, I love people um, you know, standing up for what they believe in, you know, using their platform, and regardless of the consequences, you know, being able to share um, something that really means a lot to them uh, because at the end of the day. Uh, when you're lying on your deathbed, you're not going to be worried about the NFL or sports or NBA. You know, you're not going to be worried about that, how much money you have in your bank, uh, how many cars you have and houses you own. It's about relationships. What did you stand for? What was the legacy that you left and the impact that you made in people's lives? Those things are what matter. So in that regard, I'm excited about what's happening to me because people are really starting to focus and pay attention to things of, that are of substance and those those things that really mean something you know playing the nfl is great and it provides a great living you know and all that stuff but at the end of the day uh, when you're in a deathbed you can't take it with you there's no u-haul attached to your to your deathbed
1: that is very true well said uh you're a young man you've got shower pill what else is ahead for you uh in the future
0: yeah no uh so like i said i i I'm also traveling and speaking right now to a lot of different companies um encouraging them and trying to inspire them um how to be able to excel in times of adversity um you know I've been through a lot throughout my life, and uh it's a blessing for me to be able to share and kind of encourage people especially um you know in the business realm on how to overcome and uh so I'm doing that continue to do that and you know plan to uh write a book um uh, you know, maybe towards the tail end this year when things are, um, you know, kind of slowing down from when I get some time away to to start jotting down some notes and, and things like that. But, uh, you know, that's kind of my, my main focus right now is, is shower pill and uh, traveling and encouraging people. What would your book be about? It would be the same my, my same message, kind of like behind my story and how I was able to overcome uh, a lot of different uh, hurdles in my life and, and how um, you know the people that are reading it will be able to apply some of those those lessons and tools that I give to hopefully overcome some of the things that they go, they're going through in their lives.
1: That'd be great. So we have a lot of people who may want to hire you as a speaker, or they may want to do business with you in Shower Pill. What's the best way for people to get a hold of you? Do they just, like, follow you on Twitter at J4Set and DM you? Or is there an email address you want to drop out? What What's the best way for people to get in touch with you if they want to do
0: business with you? J4Set on Twitter uh, or Facebook. That's great. Thank you so much
1: for taking the time to join us on Sports Business Radio. Enjoy the Super Bowl in Minneapolis, and let's stay in touch.
0: Thanks, thanks. I appreciate your support.
1: Well, that's it for this edition of Sports Business Radio. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to our show staff, Brian Griggs and Josh Blank. Thanks to our friends at Boingo Wireless for powering our Sports Business Radio Roadshow. Follow them online at boingo.com or on Twitter at Boingo. A podcast reminder, you can catch our show on demand via podcast. Go to iTunes, type in Sports Business Radio. We're rated in the top 50 business news podcasts. You can also find our show on Audio Boom via the TuneIn Radio and Stitcher apps and, of course, at SportsBusinessRadio.com. Follow me on Twitter in between shows at SB Radio. Follow us on Instagram at SportsBusinessRadio. For Brian Griggs, I'm Brian Berger. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon right here on Sports Business Radio. Reserve your spot for the 2018 Sports PR Summit presented by the Players' Tribune on Tuesday, May 22nd at the Players' Tribune headquarters in New York City. The Sports PR Summit brings together elite athletes, national media members, and senior PR and social media executives for panel discussions, featured conversations, and networking opportunities. The event allows PR execs to lead with a better understanding of the elite athletes, owners, commissioners, and national media people they're working with. The event also allows attendees to see Derek Jeter's one-of-a-kind digital publishing company, The Players' Tribune, up close, as well as network with top Players' Tribune executives. Past Sports PR Summit speakers include NBA Commissioner Adam Silver, NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman, NASCAR legend Jeff Gordon, Miami Dolphins owner Stephen Ross, NFL stars Anquan Bolden and Demarcus Ware, Cleveland Cavaliers all-star Isaiah Thomas, WNBA legend Lisa Leslie, ESPN reporters Tom Rinaldi and Jeremy Schapp, and Sports Illustrated executive editor and 60 Minutes correspondent John Wartime. The Sports PR Summit has sold out each of its first five years, and there are only 125 spots. Reserve your spot today by going online to sportsprsummit.com. Follow the Sports PR Summit on Twitter and Instagram at Sports PR Summit. I hope to see you on May 22nd at the Players' Tribune in New York
2: City. Sports Business Radio with Brian Berger. Bringing you the biggest names in sports business.
1: Without further ado, we all know this gentleman. Let's give David Stern a big round of applause. Let's welcome the president of the NCAA, Mark Emmer. Give him a hand. Let's give a big hand to USC alum and co-owner of the Lakers and president of the Lakers, Jeannie Buss. Thank you for having me. What a nice turnout.
0: Thank you so, so much for having me, Brian. It was very, very kind and I really enjoyed it. Thank you, sir.
1: Sir Charles, how are you? I'm doing good, man. How you doing this morning? Today's guest is Memphis Grizzlies head coach, David Fizdale. You're the man, Bird. My guest is tennis icon, Chris
0: Everett. He was very interesting. You ask great questions, so thank you very much, Brian.
1: Pleased to welcome to the show... Kyrie Irving, the number one pick in the 2011 NBA draft. Thanks for having
2: me. I really appreciate it.
1: I'm happy to be joined by Pete Carroll, the executive VP of football operations and the head football coach of the Seattle Seahawks. Coach, how are you? Doing good. What's going on? Dallas Mavericks owner Mark
2: Cuban. Mark, thanks for joining me. My pleasure. Visit sportsbusinessradio.com and subscribe to our iTunes podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Stay connected to the business side of sports only with Sports Business Radio.